No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey Mel. What's up? Did you know that music can accelerate child brain development yes, and strengthen I did. intellectual, emotional, and motor skills as well as overall literacy? You did. I, I had an idea about that. Okay. Yeah. Apple, did you know that bringing music into the classroom can help kids explore the mind body connection? 
and become comfortable with self-expression. It makes sense. It totally does. It does make sense. Sadly, many children's music programs are lacking in the resources they need to let kids explore this creative space. Is there a way to help them? Mm -hmm. That's why Osiris is happy to partner with the Mockingbird Foundation. Check this out. Founded in 1996, the Mockingbird Foundation is a volunteer-run nonprofit organization dedicated to improving access to music education for America's youth. Each year, the foundation awards grants to dozens of music education programs and funds those grants through a combination of fundraising, publishing, and the curation of Fish.net, one of the earliest internet fan communities. Pretty cool? That's pretty cool. cool. Mockingbird is entirely volunteer, with no staff, no salaries, and no office. So every single dollar really does make a difference in providing children's music programs with the staffing, instruments, and support they need. Foundation gives over a hundred to $150,000 every year in grants. To donate or learn more, visit mbird.org. That's M-B-I-R-D dot org. Pretty cool. That's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. That is really awesome. Way to go, kids, Osiris. No staff, no office. I don't know why That's music came out of the kids' classroom to begin with. Because the creative stuff in schools is not the priority. It's to create good little workers. Yeah. No. They started getting rid of art and music, and it, that's sad. Yeah. And all the good stuff. All the stuff that's interesting and makes kids fun and cool. I and feel like if you made a bunch of artists, then the desire and need for money would no longer be a thing. We can't have that. <laughs> I mean, not, of course, not perfectly. It, it's and like that's more a, individualism, too, when you get into the arts. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. Send everybody to accounting f- school. That'd be boring. You're oh, self-focused in a positive manner, not not selfishly. Yep. So if you guys out there want to lend a hand to yeah. the Mockingbird Foundation, hit up mbird.org. That's M-B-I-R-D.org. Every dollar that you give will go directly to funding children's music education programs. And thank you for listening. Let's do it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hey guys, guess what? What? Shop Tour Bus is sponsoring this episode of No Simple Road. Wait, Shop Tour Bus? Shop <laughs> Tour Bus. You know, out of... All the things that we have as sponsors, <laughs> out of all the people that we've met, out of everything that we've done as a show, Shop Tour Bus is our longest standing sponsor and partner. And it was your first dream come true with um, No Simple Road. Mm-hmm. You were like, I want them to sponsor us. And then, plat out. And then all of a sudden, we added to the family and they added to their family yep. if you guys are looking yeah, for our many t-shirts later uh-huh. yeah. many episodes later and still kicking it strong still trucking if you guys are looking for the coolest design grateful dead inspired t-shirts stickers and other merchandise head over to at shop tour bus on instagram or shop online and check out what's going on over there by the way when you order from Shop Tour Bus and you get free shipping by putting in the promo code No Simple Road and you get your hand design box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside that has a bootleg in there, those bootlegs are actual tapes that come from actual people that are alive and breathing out in the world that sent them to Shop Tour Bus. And Shop Tour Bus needs your help. They're looking for tapes. Yeah, they so always you, need help. If you got dusty old bootlegs laying that around, garage, that mm-hmm. storage unit, that attic, head over there and hook them up. Dust those tapes off, throw them in a box, 
ship them over to shop tour bus, send them an email and they will barter with you and they will reward you for your That's generosity. That's awesome that they kindness. get those back into circulation. I mean, tape, cassette tapes is not a big thing anymore nowadays. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome to hold a pe- that in your hand. It's a piece of history. Yeah, man. And it, it is a piece of history. And it's exciting to get it too and find out which one you got after you ordered because you're already excited because you ordered a hoodie or a shirt or a sticker Trading or something. tapes. And then you get a tape of, to boot leg <laughs> along with it. <laughs> Get it? I get, get it. You get the joke? You're it's funny. A, anyway. So, everybody <laughs> out there, I know that was a lot, but just listen. At Shop Tour Bus on Instagram or shoptourbus.com online. Pick yourself up a Grateful Dead inspired t-shirt. Get yourself the hand design box and all the stuff on the inside. If you got tapes laying around the house. With that bootleg. Hook yourself. Hook them up. Bootleg. And get free shipping with the promo code No Simple Road and get... More, More than, than you, you bargained, bargained for. for. Wait, that was lackluster. Let's try it again. And get. I wasn't that. And get. <laughs> More <laughs> than you bargained for. That was way better. <laughs> hey. What? This episode. Which one? This episode here that you can already listen to is brought to you by Define Premium Cannabis. Defiggity freaking fine. D-E-F-Y-N-E. So come on over to Define Premium Cannabis in Hillsboro or Forest Grove. And if you come in and you want to purchase, you know, your topicals, your low, or yeah, topicals are lotions. That's the same thing. Edibles, don't eat lotion. Uh, flour, uh, dabbables, pre rolls, drinkables. There's so many things. Have they things. invented snortable can- cannabis products yet? Uh, well, not have, that like, I've heard. They have the nose THC. spray. Oh, remember geez. the THC came- crystals? Yeah, but you don't want to snort that. But there no. is a nose spray that they don't have it here, but I saw an ad for it for California. But yeah, they're, they're anyway. putting it in everything. And, uh, so we have you covered on all those fronts. We're always adding new products. One of my favorite new ones is Crop Circle Chocolates that we've added to Do the you, repertoire, which are handmade by two amazing dudes that run the company. And we have those on board now. And just constant good flour from all of our fine friends at Meraki and Garden First Cannabis and Laird Family Farms and... It just, Laird puts out some good medicine. Laird, they all do. Yes, La- they all Laird do. I just—they're my favorite for for right now. Everybody's allowed to have favorite. Do you do you guys have quality CBD only products? Yes. Oh yeah. 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 We have all kinds of CBD. The the tinctures are one of the most popular. The the straight hemp CBD and then CBD wild gummies and CBD sakes, lotions and don't CBD buy your flour. CBD at the gas station. Yeah. Quit getting your CBD at the gas station. Or the grocery store. Oh. Hey, you know but, what? It's convenient if they cannot get all the way out there. But <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not. Hey, yeah, go to got, Define you every take care chance of yourself, you get. You got to take care of yourself. You yeah. do it wherever you're at. But if you're in our neighborhood, come yeah. see us. I am at the Hillsborough location Monday through Friday. If you come in and mention the show i will come out and help you um also go to forest grove mention you listen to us either place you mention you listen to us you will get a 10 percent discount on your purchase and you will get a free t-shirt boom we'll get you stoned and get you a shirt and hook you up and send you on your way with your head in order and feeling better and we'll educate you if that's what you need that's right so define as part of the no simple road family and we support our family of sponsors and we love you guys out there we'll see you on the other side take care of your head your head and your body your head and your mind no 
No Simple Road is part of Osiris Media. Did you guys know that as well? We yes, did know I that. Did. We better know Proudly. that. Proudly. There's, there's so many new cool things happening with Osiris. They yes. they just did the, the night with Osiris with the guys from Goose. That looked really amazing. And then um, Mike Fenoya has a new series out called Still Chasing. It's all about following fish around the country <laughs> and doing wild and crazy shit. Which that's got to be awesome. Yeah. Mike. And it's awesome you guys got to check that out and then also don't forget the the david crosby interviews that are out called oh freak, i need to finish those freak flag flying god that's dangerous to say <laughs> freak flag flying uh i'm not sure if all three episodes are out now but that is an intimate conversation between david crosby and his buddy and it is it is really amazing if you are a music fan or a fan of David Crosby, then you guys need to go over and give that a listen. You can listen to that over at OsirisPod.com forward slash Freak Flag. And one last thing I want to tell you about is Ear Floss. It is a bi-weekly music history podcast, and they cover all genres of music. This isn't just a jam band thing. I just listened to the, well, I'm in the process of listening to the Lizzo episode. What did you think? It was cool. What? So what did you learn, like in with um, about the hist? Because that's not very long ago, Lizzo. Yeah, but she's got a beginning just like everybody else, and I guess so that's true. she is a flautist, really, tr- a classically trained flautist. Wow. And she is, has this, an album, her first album, that's just like mysteriously not on the internet anymore. Oh wow! Yeah, and. She, like, Lizzo is literally killing it, and that's one person I would love to have on the show with Sid's connection. Like, yeah, man. seriously, because she, she kills it. I don't care who you are. Every, she, like... She's an artist. She's an artist. Yep. Yeah. And that's- she is so beautifully, like, triumphant. Yeah. That's what, like, I, I feel like she is the flag waving high and proud and mighty and that goes to show that ear floss is not like genre specific check this out they have episodes about tool billy holiday ween a tribe called quest Joni mitchell tom waits yeah. lizzo um spice girls missy elliott robert johnson uh, lauren hill like all kinds of stuff so check them out uh, go to apple podcast or anywhere that podcasts are playing and type in ear floss and you will find them They are a friend of the No Simple Road family and Osiris Media. Yeah. Take care of your head. Why why does that always got to be the thing? Don't take care of your ears. Take care of your ears. Floss them. Yeah. Don't take care of your head. Well, (laughs) silly. Just take care of your whole entire self. Thanks, Apple. Thanks for bailing me out. Yeah. No Simple Road. No Simple Road. No simple hey, what's up? This is Mike Fenoya, host of Amigos Podcast here on the Osiris Network. What is Amigos Podcast? Well, I am a stand-up comedian, writer for True TV's Impractical Jokers, and a music freak. So I invite my pals to come talk music, comedy, and everything in between. So uh, if you want to come hang, we'd love to have you. Thank you. Thank you.
What's up? Hey now, Just No Silver Road family. Welcome back to another episode of this thing we we decided to call No Simple Road a while back. I'm I'm your host Aaron. <laughs> this is Apple. And that's Apple. Hi guys. Who's that? <laughs> it's Mel. What are you doing, Mel? I'm hosting an t- episode of No Simple Road with Aaron and Apple. Oh, okay. All and right. Darwin's here with us. Ryder sadly isn't here today. Yeah. He's, I'm he's taking a, his place. He's <laughs> he's off. He's got to work, work, repairing work, work. things. Um, this week's episode is none other than Big, Big Something. something. Yeah, Yay. Yeah. I. First of all, I love the fact that they're going on tour with Andy Frasco as a Royal Rumble battle. Like... I feel like Andy Frasco tapped into my childhood and took all the stuff that I thunk, thunk was dope and like is redoing making all it kinds of cool and things. making it all fun. <laughs> like I want to be part of the Royal Rumble. Like I want to, I want to be the ring girl with the number or, but that was like, well, yeah, aren't that's that wasn't a thing. Yeah. I just, I want to be something. I well, be, they did have ring girls in wrestling. Yeah. They did. They did. Elizabeth, they did in the beginning. Like, okay, Elizabeth. I'll be the, I'll be the Elizabeth. I'll wear like that fancy <laughs> gown, you know, and Stab slim I want to participate. I want to be the modern day Elizabeth with the curly hair and, you know, be like Andy Frasco versus big something. All right. Round one. Well, you, I was going to say, it's funny because you are like his Tuesday side piece, remember? Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. Dang, I forgot about like that. that. Is it? I, don't I, know. For, I, well, I That was funny as shit. Was, uh, it's been a long time. He's been busy. Well, guess what? You know what else today what? is? Today is super exciting. We we got to just to share with fridge. everybody. We got a new refrigerator <laughs> oh, today. God. Yeah, they're they're all just yeah, riveted. No, by yeah, our people new out there. Hey, people out there have gotten a new fridge. Yes. that know what we're talking about. Yes, it's, not, it's all fresh. And doesn't smell like nothing. Ain't no nope. ain't no spills yet and, until Ryder gets home. And Nick yeah. from Big Something was also fresh. Didn't smell like anything, and it was a lot of fun <laughs> well, to talk to. So I guess it. We does don't know what he together. smelled like. We did. We did not get to smell him. It, it's cool to me to like like a band like that and have listened to them for a while and be like, you know what? I'd really love to get them on the show. And then it just happens like that. It's a cool perk of doing no simple road now that we can make stuff like that happen. Yeah. Okay. This is what I want to happen in the future. I want Miley Cyrus, Snoop Dogg and Lizzo. Those are my three. So if I can have those. All right. I want tenacious D, uh, (laughs) Not Joe Rogan. What? Uh, damn it! Help me out here, guys. I just spoke about it Seth. yesterday. Seth Rogan. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and hmm, uh, Jerry Garcia. Well, he, that's not a lie. Jerry Garcia. Oh, well, I thought we were just pulling. No, I'm, I'm talking about ones that we can literally get. That okay? We're Seth Rogan, Tenacious D, and um, uh, Apple. You do yours. Obama. No, <laughs> Kim Gordon of Sonic Youth. Yes, uh, is one of my favorite human beings on the entire world. Always has been, always will. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jay Mascus, I've always loved Jay Mascus. Okay. I, the, he did. He he's awesome. And uh, I always say it. It'd be a tough one. It'd be a silly one. It'd be an interesting one. Maynard. Oh my from gosh. Tool. I and and well, I'll throw one last one in there because he's another one of my favorite human beings. Is Les Claypool. I okay. Oh, okay. I got one. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, Bob Weir. <laughs> I, I would want to talk to Bob. Yeah. I think Bobby Bob. might have one or two stories in him. Oh, yeah. I you think, think maybe. Yes. I, he might be able to fill 20 or 30 minutes with stuff. I don't know. I mean, it's not like they were together for 50 years or anything. But 
That's I, true. There's such a demand on his time, I would imagine. That's you know, I, that's one of the things that I learned real early on doing this is that being a musician is super hard yeah. and their time is so precious. Yeah. And yeah. That's that, like with Nick, he had a day off and he was hanging out with us. Like, yeah, that's you have that's to be. That's why I'm always so grateful and thankful to them for spending time with us because it's not just a little conversation. What it is, is like, I know how busy my life is and I'm nowhere near. I don't travel every day. I don't do anything like that. But my time is still like. You know, Precious. all allocated, yeah. you know, so when they can sa- sit down and coordinate with us, it's beautiful. Oh, I, f- I feel like it's a week or two off from months and months of traveling yeah. and you're I, like, OK, yeah, I'll do that. I feel like it's a comet seeing a comet. The, these conversations to me yeah. are like a comet that we get to capture in an hour, or 45 minutes, whatever we have with these people these amazing musicians and we get to see something beautiful along the way. Cause they're on the move. All of them are on the freaking move. And I, this was cool too. Cause like rarely will I ask how did, it's not one of the things that I do. Like, how did you find your name of your band? Yes, yeah. You do. specifically don't, I like don't, I don't <laughs> like, you doing don't that. like us asking yeah, that either. And, like and that's, that, that's what not, everybody I'm asks. not always interested but there's certain ones I'm, I want to know. Like, I forgot to ask Amora Mora. I want to know how they found their, how they came up with the name and what that means. But I forgot. Love Love. But uh, <laughs> big something. I like that it's funny. Yeah. It's, yeah, this is, this is it's funny. And the festival, too. It, it, the Big What. The big What. The big What. That's a great name. <laughs> it's the best, man. And the Big What. Uh, hopefully one day No Simple Road will be. With our feet on the ground at the big what, we'll hanging do out. We want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's it's uh, you <laughs> never know. <laughs> that was funny. You just said that like somebody said you couldn't or something. Yeah. Mel, you can't <laughs> do go whatever to the big we what. want. No, you can't. You're not allowed. <laughs> a big <laughs> to you. Tell me, I can't go to the big what. You're a big something. You, whoa, hey, way to go, <laughs> Apple. See? Uh, oh, so wow. how's everybody doing? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. It was a long, long week. Things I, things are still kind of weird around I, here. Getting back, you know. I, it's been a trippy I new year. Mm-hmm. I feel great. I feel like 20-something is like... 20-something? 20 20-something. 20 Big-something? Not not big-something. little 20 twan twan 20 Double up, baby. 20 20 is um, what? It's like... Getting punched in the face over and over. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> but you're like boxing, so it's okay, but it still hurts. I still have it. to take it. I wasn't yeah. boxing. I had my hands to my I, sides. Gosh, man. <laughs> I, it's, I was such like, peace, a, man. Peace. I was talking to my coworker, and she is so amazing. I love her so much. And she said, look. 2020 is not going to let people do whatever the hell they want. Like it's going to move you or you're going to be moved. If you have stuff in your life that isn't supposed to be there, it's going to move it the fuck right out. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's what. That was my Melanie's coworker voice, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you guys all enjoyed that. I know you didn't know it was me still, (laughs) but it was, it was still me. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been crazy. Um, 
we have we had a little meeting this week. Oh, I have an announcement to make. Oh, what's the for all of you bum, out bum, there? Bum, bum. Drum roll. <laughs> no Simple Road <laughs> is <laughs> officially a company. Yay! It's official. Yay! We are officially No Simple Road Media LLC. And I don't know what that means for us, but it just means that we're growing up. We're growing up. We put away our our children's clothing and we're in big boy pants. That's what 2020 is saying. It's like, come on, stop it. Stop being sloppy. Get up. Get responsible. Yeah, get responsible. Pull them pants up and put that belt on. And so in... (laughs) Consequences and repercussions. Responsibilities. uh, What do you call it? Not in light. In... Lou? In the spirit of that announcement happening, we had a little No Simple Road meeting this week and discussed our summer craziness that's about to ensue for us and no remember we're not going into it crazy we're like this is what you want right do. we're like yeah. pimp strolling and it's, it's like well you yeah it was the anti-crazy the meeting there's a lot of singing going on in this episode no it, time for talk. <laughs> so <laughs> you can i'm sorry <laughs> wow i apologize you guys so anyway i don't there we sat down and we talked about the summer and what we want to do and what we're going to do and um Tell us what you want, what you really, really want. I'll, I'll tell, tell you what, what I want, what I really, really want. I, wanna... <laughs> I, I want us <laughs> to shut out. the fuck up and let me get through this. That's what I really, really want. But you asked. So I am super excited to go. I told Mel this the other day. I'm excited to do this summer with intention, not feeling like we have to do everything, but doing the stuff that we want to do. And like I, like I just said, doing it with intention and like a plan in place. Mel had said last summer was just like, yeah, let's go for it. Let's do it no matter what. Bah. And at the end of the summer, it was like, holy shit. Yeah, we just did what we didn't know. We just dove in last year. Like I'm glad that everything. we dove in. I'm glad exactly how it happened. But in hindsight... Like it's I, 2020. I, <laughs> wow. So wow, man. That's so fucking if heavy. So you say dude. hindsight, you're actually saying 2020 now, 2020. Far out, so you, could, you like, could use He got us to be serious for a minute, and then he created all Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. If you we're were in the middle of a thing. Well, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> so it for going any, off the rails. For any of you out there that were like, those no simple road guys are really professional. They're, and gal. The, the, they're they're fucking nail the curtain has been lifted. You see the little the bald guy with the moving the levers behind the curtain now. It's, so you can no, tell we're feeling really good and fun and we're yeah, this is all this year is about doing what we want to do and taking care of business. Well, I think also... Taking care of business. Sorry. This shit ain't scripted. <clears throat> wow. Mel just got derailed again. <laughs> I, we're not going to make it through this. I, I hope that everybody out there has, has been a listener to the show for a while and you know who we are and what's going on here. Because if this is your first yeah. time, well, wow. Anyway, <clears throat> um, yeah, there's a lot happening. And I'm glad that we're going into it with our eyes wide open and seeing what's going on. 
the first thing we have coming up is next week we have Mike Gordon at the Crystal Ballroom. I'm really excited about this. Me too, man. Then the following week is Dark Star Aaron, Orchestra. Can I have new dancing shoes? We'll talk about it after dancing the show. Queen. <laughs> 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 uh, you're trying to shoehorn it in now. Oh. Um, so then Dark Star Orchestra the week after. Then we have a week break. Then it's Goose and Pigeons playing ping pong. Can we just stop right there? That's going to be lit. AF. We lit. That's going to be so fun. And then the following week is Andy fucking Frasco and Humphreys McGee. Dang. That's one month, dude. That's that's, that's like a plateau. Okay, so I'm gonna need another winter break after that. <laughs> it, oh. It's winter break. Yeah. Uh, so then, and we, hopefully it'll happen time wise. But then we have a treat, Andy and I. What? Remember you were telling me? I don't know what you're talking. Oh yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Mel, you're not what? supposed to talk about stuff till it happens. You did the other day. Anyway, uh, hush, then hush. <laughs> <laughs> you've been downtown. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Apple can't think of anything else except for. <laughs> He's so I'm just He's waiting. waiting. He's waiting. <laughs> then Fish announced their summer tour, and. Our biggest issue with everything that's going on right now is which fish show we're going to go to. Yeah, because we can't. The first thing we realized is we can't do the Gorge. They're playing three days of the Gorge. It's the same weekend that we were the official podcast at Northwest String Summit. Which is our backyard festival, which we have been looking very forward to returning this year. Seeing Umphreys do an acoustic set and Yonder Mountain and everything that's going on there. I can't wait, man. Remember um, John Cutie Lavero said, we work first and then it, like we schedule around like seeing their favorite bands. Well, yeah, I think he was like, I asked him about how often do you guys get to go to shows? He was like, I had to make the decision that I was going to play my music instead of going and seeing them play. Yeah. And whatever. I mean, however. Yeah. Go back to that episode, guys. Um, but anyway, yeah, like it made me realize like we're doing something that for us and for our our betterments, like it's our bag, you know, like mm-hmm. we're going there to perform a community s- service, community service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. It it just it, this summer for some reason it didn't happen last summer or the one before, but all the announcements happen and it's like everything is in the same five weeks. It it was more spread out last year. Like mm-hmm. J Rad is the week before Fish in Eugene, then Fish, then Northwest String Summit, then you know what I mean. Like and then all fish in, in all in LA. two weeks. And yeah, so it's gonna be fun yeah. I, we we asked for fun and i yeah. i'm not i am never gonna complain about having too much fun i might no i Mm-mm. might complain well I'm it's not okay gonna, you can complain yeah. you're allowed there, yeah. there's i'm like, not gonna leave like, oh, that option geez, off the no. table there's a complaint department it's in the kitchen next to the cabinet now she's like i'm having too much fun Mm -hmm. (laughs) we'd be like oh goodness i don't like festivals as she's dancing off with a (laughs) bunny costume (laughs) i would love a bunny costume (laughs) yeah so yeah we got a lot happening but before all that i didn't even mention the most like 
big thing that's happening right now in April 2nd. Skull and Roses? The Skull and Roses Festival in Ventura, California. Cute. Man. That's that's going down. Actually, I'm I'm really glad that that's one of our first things that's going to like pop off the mm-hmm. year. Like that is so great. I can't wait to get to Ventura, be on the beach, be back in that house, take a shower in that bathroom. Mm-hmm. Just Mel's not even talking about the festival. She's talking about the shower. <laughs> the the Airbnb, the Airbnb was so nice. The beach, the shower, and a really nice Safeway okay. that wasn't too far away. I love, I love the festival, but I just loved being in Ventura. At it like, is nice. it was just the whole thing of the option of going to the festival, catching, you know, a couple of your favorites, and then wandering off and going to buy stuff, and then like meeting cool people and going off into the parking lot and going to get Why like all these that? cute stuff to look at the dogs oh okay yeah there was there was one dogs the nicest in the thing lot. i think about it too is like it's the beginning of the year it's april mm-hmm. we gotta go to a four-day festival at the beginning of april mm-hmm. come back we got chill times i wish you know it'd be nice if things were more spaced out but yeah you know what i'm i'm well, writing a letter dear mr festival no 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 i can't do that no you uh-huh. can just write a letter to yourself and be like Dear Mr. Schaefer, you need to not be working by this time next year <laughs> so that you can do all this shit. Signed, me. So you can no, have a motor home. Next year, and go it's two, year mm-hmm. just started. By the end of the year, you have to say. By the end of the year? Yeah. You can't put it off till next year. We're already... It's, it is next year. Well, I mean, you know how that's going to happen, don't you? A lot of ways. One of the ways... By helping? Is by, by you by guys helping. out there... Signing up at patreon.com forward slash no simple road and hooking us up with a cute dollar. Remember what 2020, 2020, 2020, two cute dollars. It, I the keep cute, forgetting. They're all cute, but it matches so the year. I realize that a lot of people out there don't understand what Patreon is. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. So check this out, you well, guys. Let me break this down. Complicated when it, you go I mean, if you don't know what something is, you don't know yeah. what it is. So check it out. Here's the deal. Back in the day, artists and musicians and stuff used to have patrons. And those patrons paid the bills of those artists and musicians. They did that so that those people had the the space and freedom and time to create the beautiful stuff that they created. And if they didn't have those patrons, they wouldn't have been able to create the things that they created, like the Mona Lisa and all the stuff that Leonardo da Vinci did and Mozart and all the composers and all that stuff. That's what came out of those people having patrons. So now we're in this digital world and there's everybody and their mom has a podcast, but we have a thing that's like that now called Patreon. And what Patreon is, is a way for you to support the creators that you believe in, that you listen to on a regular basis, and that you want to see do more with the art or the thing that they're doing. So what you do is you go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road or whatever the thing is that you're listening to. And you pledge to give them a certain amount every month. Hang on. (coughs) Sorry. You can you can give you can give fifty cents or a dollar or 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 one time contribution. You, or I don't. You can't do a one time on. Yo, Patreon. You can't do that on Patreon. No, See? it's it's I a monthly thing. See, Apple doesn't even know he's on a fucking podcast. My point well. exactly. So you go on this thing. You pledge to help 
be a partner with this show. And every month, $2 comes out of your bank account. It's less than a cup of coffee. And it's a big deal to us because that means that you out there believe in what the show is doing. And we've been at this now for almost, it'll be three years in uh, July, June, three years in June. June. And we have grown. A lot of you have come on board. And those of you that did partner with us and have partnered with us on Patreon, thank you for doing that for us. But we're growing. There's, there, we're doing more stuff. There's more festivals. There's more travel. There's more cost involved in doing the show every week for you guys. So we need your help. Think about it like this. If you give a buck a month, that's a quarter a show. If you give two bucks a month, no, it's actually less than that because we're doing eight shows a month now. So it's actually less. Oh, with the heads talking. Yeah. And so yeah. if you, yeah. So if you gave two 12, bucks, it's a 12 and a half cents. Yeah, man. I think that the three of us and the four of us with Ryder here, five of us with Darwin are worth 12 and a half cents an episode. I really I think so. I, I can say that without feeling like a carnival barker. I, boy, come you, on by. Boy, you, it sure, you sure think a lot of yourself. 50 12 cents and a half cents. Hey, you know what? I'm happy with 12 and a half cents. Yeah. Because, you know, if a lot cute. of you guys out half there listen cent. to what I'm saying and send in your dollar a month, we won't be having this discussion anymore. So my point is, that's what Patreon is. That's how you partner with the show. You, That's how you become our patron and give us the space and creative that helps space to do, to do what we do. And we love all of you that have already done it. And for those of you that are sitting there right now going, you know, I'm going to do that later today. Don't do it later today. Do it right now because you're going to fucking forget because I've done that a million times with other stuff and I forget every time. And then the next time I hear it, I'm like, oh shit, I was going to do that and I didn't do it. And then I, it doesn't happen. You know what's really quick and easy to do at the same time? What? It just takes a few more, like 30 seconds. What? Is leave us a five-star review. Mm-hmm. One of the five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we love it when people write in a little something to say about us. It's always sweet, mm-hmm. and nice. It is. And I just got to back up for a minute because I just I need to correct Aaron. Um, mm. He said he said everybody and their mother has a podcast. My mom does not have a podcast. My mom I does wish not she either. Did. It'd be funny as shit. Your so mom, mom's, what, yeah. Oh, Mel's. All mom's three of our moms would be, would be pretty freaking oh interesting. Gosh. But anyway, I just had to throw that. My in My mom there. could do a trapeze <laughs> podcast. <clears throat> she could do a lot of podcasts. Your mom would be fun. Like if she started out like opening a bottle of wine. Granny. And, Podcast. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Um, Lots of we don't have any podcasts. new. Mm, no, we don't have any new reviews. So if you want to get that letter highlighted on the so next re- on the next show with a review, leave it on Apple Podcast. So Mel, you brought up the letter. Yeah, and it's not a letter; <laughs> it's a DM, and it's from. But it is a letter. Yeah. Well, okay. It's from Green Mountain Ramble. Uh, it's a DM on Instagram that we got, and it was really sweet, man. Hey, NSR crew, I just wanted to thank you guys for all you do. Your interviews, festival coverage, positive energy, and positive thoughts are amazing highlight of any day I listen. As a dad with young kids, your show does so much for me and that I get to feel like I get to experience some of the live music festival scene, even though I'm not there in person. I wish you guys all the best in the year of the rat, and I can't wait to see what's next for you guys. Take care, have fun, and smile, smile, smile. That's from Jesse. Jesse, Thank that's you, Jesse. Your, that's a dear name to our family. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. So thank you for that. And Jesse's holding that's a lot so of weight sweet. with us. That's so sweet. Like greetings from the year of the rat. I appreciate that. Like 
rats are like prosperous and that's sweet. That was really cool. And I don't always read those DMs, but when I do, no, uh, (laughs) I don't always read the DMs that we get because they get buried. It's so fast in there. Like, especially when you're doing stuff in the story. Yeah. For some reason, there's a lot of people that comment on the story. So the stuff gets knocked down. down. But, for those of you that have sent in a DM like that, I, I personally answer all of those, man. And it's the weirdest thing because at the times when I've doubted what we're doing or the, if it's doing anything or if it's meaningful or if that I should be doing this or any of the crazy shit that goes on in my head and my heart happens, I'll inevitably get one get of something. one or two or 20 of those DMs in, in a day when I need it. And that one particularly came at a really crucial time for me, and I needed it. So thanks, Jesse. I appreciate that, man. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And I'm also glad that you're enjoying the show. Yeah. Thanks for... And, and that, too. Yeah. yeah. Me, too. No, anytime that somebody is a new listener, like, I feel like they're going on the, the roller coaster ride with us because, um, <laughs> like, we're... <laughs> Crazy? Well, I, I mean, I, that's not how I would firstly describe myself. I'm, I wouldn't say normal or crazy. I just say. What weird. are we then? What were you going to say? We're here. Uh, I'm just here. That's okay. It. I'm going to go with that. What were you going to say, Mel? If, crazy. If I keep getting interrupted, I can't f- remember very much. <laughs> well, you're on the wrong show, baby. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, I guess Mel's never going to speak again because a bunch of interrupted it's motherfuckers just today. around here. It's just today. I've. I'm stoned. Yeah. <laughs> that's I'm the word stoned. we were looking Grateful for. Grateful breath. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Grateful breath. Yeah. I really appreciate all of you guys that have written in. And for any of you that, that like, you wonder, I know I did. Before I started doing a podcast, like, when I would send stuff like that, I typically wouldn't get a response. And I always wondered if they saw it. And I don't like that. I don't like... Not knowing. Not knowing if they, whoever I, because you took the time to do it and you were feeling something and it moved you to pick up your phone and type to somebody you don't know. And yeah, that's weird. To have to, even if it's just like, got it, or yeah. a thumbs up. Or, or just even double tap the damn thing and it's a heart. Reminds me, you know what that goes back to? It's like when your parents tell you, and you they're like, did you hear me? You're like, yeah, I heard you. And it's like, well, acknowledge me. Yeah. yeah. I need yeah. to hear that you heard me tell you to take out the trash for the yeah. 15th time. It, it, That's true. It Ouch. really seems like 2020 has underscored for me the importance of the people that are important in my life and the things that are important and the things that aren't are taking yeah, a there's no time for yeah. that. And I, I want to bring up one that's very important to us that hmm. John B., Oh, Johnny, Johnny Bananas. If you guys follow our Instagram, you Ribs saw uh, he sent us a nice care package and he sent me an, one of his, the electric fish lights that he does. He sent me a Eagles one. It's on there. And that means a lot to me. I'm Aww. not, you know, I am not a huge sports fan, but I am passionate about my Eagles and football. And I didn't know Johnny. Uh, the, that's funny. He said. He said, "I hope you enjoyed getting that from a Redskins fan because we're in the same divi- division." I didn't know that until you responded to me earlier. He's like, "It's what? like yes, that that makes it extra special. You are oh. like the that's like the enemy getting you something cool. Like here you go, you know, not enemy, but the yeah, opposition, the rivalry. The rivalry. Yeah. 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 So 
thank you so much, John. I, I it actually it brought tears of joy to me. It and was one of the coolest things I've gotten in a long time. Yeah, and he sent us all a sweet little two dollar bill and a note and something for Jake. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> that was funny. It was sweet and thoughtful and very thoughtful. We have John a really really is cool. Always very thoughtful yeah. with everything he so does. Thank you. Cool family of listeners, you guys. You guys are the best out there, and we love you and we appreciate you. And we've been talking long enough, and we're going to get you to the interview, right? Are we going to do that? Yeah. We should. We should do that before. Though, <laughs> uh-huh. just kidding. Not, oh. Before we do that, just make sure you guys check out all the podcasts on Osiris Media because it's worth it. If you're into fish, there's a plethora of fish stuff going on. HF Jonathan Pod, on Broke Down. Jonathan on Broke Down podcast. And uh, I can't even name all of them, you guys. Just go to OsirisPod.com and check it all out because we're part of this amazing thing. There's so much on. happening, so much more coming up. Adding these, I can't wait for the next jam just happened, which will probably be coming up pretty soon. I'd love right. to see a West Coast version of A Night with Osiris featuring No Simple Road. I'm just saying. <laughs> if anybody out there is listening, hey. hey. <clears throat> just saying. We're more than willing. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to get you the interview with Nick from Big Something. So sit back, put your seat backs, trade tables in their full upright and locked position. Put your Finish your drink. Get yourself a fresh finish one. It? Yeah, get yourself a fresh one. Light yourself a bowl. And uh, we're going to do this thing. You ready? Yeah. So without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Nick from Big Something. What is it? Hey, I know what I'm doing. All right, let's Apple say something. Hello. And Melanie? Yep. And Nick? Yep. Okay, cool. Yay. We did it. We're going. Awesome. Welcome to No Simple Road, Nick. What's going on, brother? I'm just hanging out, uh, enjoying some time off at home. Sweet. Yeah, you guys are uh, you guys are busy. Yeah, we're we're about to be a whole lot more busy, but uh, oh, it's been shit. nice. We did our our New Year's run, uh, and that was pretty much a hometown show for us. So it was great. We get to spend the holidays close to home and with the family, and then uh, we're about to head out on tour here. So. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. And this is Aaron, by the way. And then next to me is... Mel, welcome to... Well, we're not on the porch. We are in our living room, but welcome to the show. (laughs) Um, And thanks for spending some time with us in between your break. That's awesome. We appreciate that. And we also got... And then this is Apple. Thank you for joining us, Nick. We appreciate it. And like she said, it's too cold. We got forced inside from being on the porch, but welcome to our living room. (laughs) Love it. It's actually like... 80 degrees in North Carolina oh right my now. Gosh, Are you kidding? Sweet. <laughs> not, not quite. That was a slight exaggeration, but it's close. <laughs> wow. It feels man. like it. it. feels like summer here. So, Nick, I wanted to ask you right off the bat, because you referenced that you're going to be more busy, but what's popping off in the music scene where you guys are? Because Nor- I keep hearing all these awesome bands, North Carolina, North Carolina, North Carolina. Like, what's going on there? I don't know. Um it's just a great place to live. Um, a lot of great people here, great community of artists and music lovers and a lot of great cities and great venues. It's kind of experiencing like this little cultural renaissance, I'd say. And, uh, you know, we're just lucky to to be here making music here. It's a great spot. Yeah, man. And that new year's run you guys just did. I, I was 
listening to it uh, past couple of days when I ran and stuff, and it's amazing shows, brother. Fucking thank you. Well done, dude. So the first thing that that really like caught my attention with you guys, I I hadn't seen you um, like on YouTube or video. I heard you first, right? So sight unseen, and I'm like, God damn, that keyboard player jams. And then I see that there's no keyboard player. <laughs> and I was I, well. Is he playing? There is, 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 is there a keyboard player? There is a keyboard player. So we have a couple of electronic madmen, and uh, one is a little bit more in the shadows than the other. Oh, but, okay. Um, we do have a keyboard player, Josh, um, and he he does all like kind of the, the organs and the keys and the synth layers that okay. are more ambient. And then um, our sax player also plays what's called uh, an iwi or an electronic wind instrument is what that stands for. We also call it the space flute. Yeah. Um, and that, that's more of like the lead synth keyboard tone that you're probably referring to. Totally. That's exactly it. The, the video that I saw, I, you couldn't see Josh is his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't see him. And all the, the like out front key parts were on that iwi. And yeah, so he, he does a lot of solos on that thing and it, it's, it's great. We get a lot of people kind of tilting their heads, looking at it, wondering what, what the hell it is. But yeah, it's uh, That's called a, Iwi. Yeah, we man. actually have a shirt with his picture on it that says it's called an Iwi. <laughs> <laughs> so Good. I'm not For the first one who doesn't then, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not the first. And, you know, it, going back for you guys, you started in l- like late 2010, right? Yep. And June, June, 2010. Right. So how did big something come together? What was like the, the start of it for you guys? Um, we were a college band. Um, and this was when I was in school at Elon university in North Carolina. Um, and we just started playing every Wednesday night at this local bar uh, called the Lighthouse Tavern, and back then we were not called Big Thing. We were called uh, the Anonymous Band. <laughs> okay, so we couldn't think of a, a name. <laughs> that works. Uh, and so we were more, more or less, a cover band at that point. We would open up every week for a Grateful Dead, um, and and that's really kind of where we met everybody and slowly but surely that the lineup formed into what it is now. And we started focusing more on and more and more on like original music. And, um, we decided when we recorded our first album that it was time to change the name and make something of what we ended up with and all history from there. <laughs> that That is, that's cool, man. Like thinking about, being in a college band and, you know, opening for Grateful Dead cover bands and stuff like that at that point, as a, as a musician, I think for a lot of musicians, the dream is to, to make it full time and make it, you know, your life. But when you make that switch and, you know, you finally decide to go do this, like you guys all sit down, you're like, yes, we're fucking doing this thing and make that decision is does it change the game as far as like expectation and pressure on yourself? It was such a long, you know, it feels like forever ago now. Um, 
you know, we recorded our first album, Stories from the Middle of Nowhere, with this really great producer. His name was John Custer. So he was kind of like a mentor to us. Um, and we ran all the different ideas for band names by him. And he was like, I, I think you guys could rock the big something. Because we had such a hard time describing what it was we sounded like to people. Um, and we knew it was big and loud. We love, we all, you know, rock and roll was kind of like our common denominator. Right. But there was all sorts of other styles of music mixed in with it. Um, and he's like, yeah, I think that the big something works. And <laughs> so, you know, we just kind of went with that and, uh, it, it was great. You know, it fit perfectly for us and it's taken on a bunch of different meanings. But, um, you know, as far as pressure and expectations, we were still pretty much a local band at that point. We were just having fun with it and, and writing songs and, and really just, you know, getting to know each other and growing our friendships. And, and we didn't really tour or play out too, too much at that point. We were mm. just kind of having fun. Mm. I see. Yeah, man. It, it seems to me like when bands, like you said, how that producer of yours was like a mentor for you guys, that that seems to be the turning point for a lot of musicians that we've talked to. They, they meet a producer or they, they work with somebody that, that really helps them like form their sound and change, changes the game for them. And that guy actually, he was like a producer for some hardcore bands, right? Back in the day. Yeah. He, um, he produced a bunch of different bands. Uh, he produced a funk band from Raleigh, North Carolina called Dag, but he's, he's most, famous for his work with a, a metal band called corrosion of conformity right i know him well um, i yeah. love them we, we used to listen to him back in the day actually awesome yeah they're they're great and we have a couple metal heads in the band as well um so yes he certainly gives us a little bit of an edge when he's uh producing the records and um we love that you know we're we we've never been like a super you know uh flowery band Peace we've always love. wanted to have yeah. a little bit more of the rock edge yeah i i love it man i i think that that's one of my favorite things about you guys is is the mixture of genre and yeah, style the diversity and mm -hmm. how you guys play is so cool because sometimes when you're at a concert it's so nice to change it up and you throw a little reggae oh, yeah. on to kind of like you know make people feel like they're at the beach chilling <laughs> and then all of a sudden you get them you know pumping with their hearts like racing because you got some you know like awesome guitar shredding like that's awesome thank you yeah we um we're just all we're a very eclectic group of people and we all um, have very different backgrounds. We're, we range in ages from like early thirties to late forties. Um, and so there's just a lot of different influences involved and it all comes out in the music. And yeah. at the end of the day, there's, there's good examples of music in every genre. And yeah, there we is. like to just play stuff that we enjoy. So yeah, kind of whatever comes out, comes out. So one thing I love that you guys do, I like, like I, I love that you've. I'd love to see you guys with Umphreys. I know you've opened for them before because your covers are like right up there with theirs. I, I was looking; it was a little older, but Maggot Brain, that yeah. cover that Jesse does. I was just like, I was blown away by that. Is he a metalhead? Jesse is just a phenomenal guitar player. Okay, he's one of my my favorite musicians to play with. Um, he's he's 
you know, he's into all sorts of stuff. I would say he grew up more in like the bluegrass world actually. And then, uh, you know, he became a big fan of the Almond Brothers and Jimmy Herring and, and stuff like that. Um, our, our bass player and our keyboard player, they're more of the metal heads in the band and, and same with our drummer, Ben, actually. Was that, I think it was the, in memory of Elizabeth Reed, was that from the new year's run? We did do in, in that at the New Year's yeah. round. That was really fun. Jesus Christ, man. That was you, great. Yeah. So when you do, I'm sure every New Year's show is special all by itself, but playing at home, like you said, it, it adds something to it. Is it. Does it add a different flavor when you're at home on New Year's like that for you guys? Absolutely. Um, it's a tradition that, we look forward to every year. It's one of my favorite runs of the year. I feel like this past New Year's run was actually one of the best runs of shows we've ever had, honestly, musically, uh, energy-wise. Just um, And we're getting to the point, too, where we don't get to play at home quite as often as we like. So when we do get to come back, it always feels like a really special occasion and just a lot of love in the room and um, just a great energy from people that are, you know, that we've become friends with over a long period yeah. of time that yeah. you know are excited to see us again so it's, it's definitely a special run of shows and so you said that the ages of you guys in the band ranges you are you all married each of you or is it different or what's going on there with family life um no we all um have a lot of us have girlfriends a couple of us are married um a couple of us are single you know it kind of varies um, but yeah, we, we range in age from, I think Ben is our youngest member and he's in his early thirties and then Doug, our bass player is in his mid forties. So we, we have a pretty diverse range of age for sure. And how does that, I know that like my friend group that I'm with, we're all kind of diverse like that. And it, it seems to me that like when you're a tight group of guys and you're doing something creative, there naturally becomes, I don't know what the, like a mentor or a person that has the loudest voice in the room. Is there somebody in the band that's got the loudest voice or is it pretty much a democracy with you guys? True. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Aaron's clearly got the loudest voice in our group. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if I would say someone has the loudest voice in the room. People definitely, you know, have their opinions and right. um, we try to honor each person's thoughts and opinions. And, and honestly, we all discuss things pretty openly. Um, and, and we, you know, if, if it's clear that somebody's not digging a certain direction or a certain cover song or a certain part of the set list, you know, we try and, you know, rewrite it or re rework it so that, you know, it makes everybody happy. You know, obviously you can't make everybody happy all the time, right, but yeah. for the most part, we're all somewhat on the same page um, when it comes right. to making decisions like that. And I, I feel like we can pretty, we've gotten to the point where we've been playing for almost 10 years. We can, we can pretty much talk through anything together and, and get to the point where everybody feels like, you know, okay, this is moving in the right direction. Right. Um, wow. It's, it's definitely, I wouldn't call it uh democratic but i definitely think you know 
Like, we all <laughs> collaborate. It sounds it's communal. Very, it's very collaborative. collaborative. Yeah, collaborative. Yeah. That's the word. That's 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 it. Yeah. What a great feeling to have really good friends and to be able to jive with them and speak that language so well together, you know, and the fact that you are all coming from different backgrounds and different, um, you know, musical styles, but you guys all pull off like, you know, like, okay, we're going a little bit reggae vibe, but your vibe and your style, and then we're going to go a little bit more bluegrass, but your style, that's so neat to see like the cooperation of that. I get that. I think maybe that's like what Aaron was talking about, like how so many people can cooperate so well, um, and bringing out such an amazing end product. For sure. And, uh, it, you know, it wasn't always like that, but it, it grew over time. Yeah, um, like a relationship. We, learned, we kind of, over the, over the years of touring together, we kind of learn more about each other and figure out what works and what doesn't work. And, and we, I feel like we've gotten to this really good place where um, we all kind of understand each other. And, and at the end of the day, a lot of it just comes down to, a good song is a good song yeah. and it, yeah. no matter what style it is, you know, we just want to write good songs and we all are a fan of, of a song. We're not just going out to solo yeah. all the time. You know, we want to have good songs and play good songs and cover good songs. Right. Yeah. It's a good song. It's a good song. You, you brought, you said something about creating set lists and I wanted to ask you something about that because, you know, coming from a Grateful Dead background, the, the set list was the thing. You know what I'm saying? It it sure. was it was super fucking intentional and the game plan totally and the two set setup having two sets of music in in one show is something mm-hmm. different and special and awesome. And so when you guys are creating a set list, what's the what's the intention behind it? Um we here lately we've been kind of having different people do different sets for different shows so like oh, wow. one night i'll write the set list another night say hey ben why don't you write the set list another night say hey casey why don't you write the set list and that's a cool way to keep them fresh and different yeah. because everybody's got their different perspective on it but i you know at the end of the day i think you want to create an arc where you know um you start with a good opening that kind of reels people in and then that middle territory you can kind of face out and open up a little bit and maybe get a little weird and then at the end of it you want to kind of build the energy so it creates this momentum that's start to finish you know you're kind of making a peak peaks and valleys Mm -hmm. yeah and and as a as a music fan person that's been to hundreds and hundreds of concerts like if I had never spoken to any artists, I, I, we get that. You know what I mean? Like you hear that opening song and it's like calling you in and bringing you into the, to the room and getting you set for the night. And that first set is kind of, I don't want to say it's the warm up, but it's, it's getting settled. And then once the second set starts, that's where everything starts to get weird. And for me, that's like, I enjoy the whole show, but I love that first part of the second set kind of that's what i was about to say yeah Yeah, my the sweet spot for me is always like the opener of the second set Mm -hmm. or the first couple songs of the second set because you know the first set you build up to your break you take a break everybody hangs out for a minute and then you uh get back on stage and you know the creative energy is there and it's uh the anticipation 
launch from there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and looking forward to like taking people somewhere and, and exactly. And, yeah. And f- for us being out there and watching it happen, like we've marinated in that first set and, and, you know, been in it. And then I don't know, set break is fucking weird. I, you, I, you've been to shows, especially when you're tripping set break is, is a yeah. fucking trip, man. <laughs> like you're around a bunch of strangers and it, you're fucking feeling weird and, but it seems to me like that's the point, at least from my perspective, where everybody's energy kind of syncs up because yeah. you, you've experienced something as as a collective group for the first set. And then you Get have a chance excited. to meet each other. Yeah. Like well, you're oh, forced shit. to kind of look at each other and talk to the person <laughs> yeah, the that you've been dancing with. Yeah. And yeah, the community gets a second to take kind of a collective breath. You know, you mm-hmm. give your ears a break. And that way, you know, you go outside, catch a smoke, um, you know, that way when you come back in and the second set starts back up, everybody's, you know, ready to go. It's mm-hmm. definitely a, yeah. a momentum. And more, more synced up too. The, the crowd is more synced up. So now the energy is flowing between the band and the crowd a little more freely. And that's when things open up and, and get weird. And for but me, yeah, that's I know what, what you I'm mean. I, I, I've been in the audience before when, that break's gotten weird, but I, I think, you know, for the band, it's not quite as weird. It's no. just an opportunity to <laughs> catch a smoke and, and Go take a relax place. for a minute. And, uh, <laughs> Standing I, on I stage love, going, I, I got a nice pee. Break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you get a little breather. Well, that's why I, one thing I love, too, is you guys always like a lot of bands. You guys look like you're having, like you're at home. You're having so much fun on stage. And the other, the other shows I've loved listening to lately is the Halloween shows. Because you oh, guys, cool. you guys threw was that? I wonder like that. That I figured that's like every kind of everybody kind of inputs on the set list. Because you guys did right. like great, you know, walk like an Egyptian, Ghostbusters, like other <laughs> things thrown in there. That Frankenstein was amazing. Thank you. Um, yeah, Halloween shows are always really, really fun. Um, we always kind of do a, a secret theme each year. Um, we've done zombies, robots, uh, and then we play music based off of that theme. My favorite year was we did, uh, angels during, we were angels during the first set and then devils during the oh, second set. Yeah. So, um, the first set we opened with stairway to heaven <laughs> and then we brought out like a, uh, a small, what I'll call a choir and did, uh, what? Like a Prayer by Madonna. Yeah, You're speaking wow. Bell's language now. <laughs> That's awesome. The second wow. set, we came out dressed as devils and did like a bunch of ACDC songs. Highway to Hell. We did Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah. Uh, what year was this? Um, it was actually um, with Pigeons playing ping pong, too. Oh, they, they, they opened that show. Wow. So, um, pretty crazy to go back and listen to that one. Um, I think it was 2016. Okay. okay. We'll go back and check yeah. it out for sure. It's on the archive.org, so I'm okay. pretty sure you can still listen to it. So the other thing that, that caught my attention with you guys is the big what. And I think I was just talking to Mel before we got on the phone with you about it, and like I think the way I found out about you guys was like a recommendation. This is maybe five or six years ago through Apple, through Apple music. And then started listening to you guys and 
I don't know when it was, but I started seeing advertisements for the big what. And, you know, as a podcast, there's a lot of parallels between a band and a podcast, believe it or not. Like it crosses over in a lot of ways. And we've talked, we've, mm-hmm. we've done some live podcasting and stuff. And we've talked about personally, like wanting to throw a festival with some of the bands that we've interviewed and that have become friends of the show. But it's, sure. it's such a big fucking deal and a big thing to do. How did, did that come about for you guys? Um, we've always had this joke about our band name. People are like, big something like you, you forget what it was called yeah. the, big, the big what um so we were like well let's throw a party and let's call it the big what <laughs> there's so you know, much just, to it it started small i think our first one well our first two years we were at a really great property in north carolina but it was only like 50 acres and it was all in the woods so you could realistically only park 200 cars mm. so um our first two years quote unquote sold out, but it was still probably only about a thousand people. And then we moved to a bigger property and we, uh, kind of outgrew that place. And that was, that was great. Those are some of my favorite big what that we, that we did. And, and then now we're at a really nice, really big property, um, that we could probably make as big as we wanted to. Um, and we've that we've been there. That's Shikori Hills uh, Community Arts Center in Pittsburgh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. We've been there for about three years, I think now. And it just you know you it's like anything you you do it once and then you figure out yeah. well and what <laughs> didn't go well and you, you make improvements and you go from there. It, it all really comes down to having a great team That's of what people. I was gonna ask. Um, you, you can't do everything yourself. You got to have a bunch of people like-minded individuals willing to do it because they love it because you know you're not going to make a ton of money doing it you're you just gotta it's a labor of love um and it's really fun but you're right it's really crazy yeah I, there's so like there's so many things that nobody thinks about when you're throwing a festival toilets yeah that's the first yeah. thing i was gonna say fucking porta potties yeah because you're all stoked on the music and want to see your <laughs> band yeah and i'm gonna get some cool merch and you don't think about none of that stuff oh yeah you have to drive out so you're gonna sleep oh yeah of course camping gear oh of course like so many different things mm-hmm. permits blah 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 but yeah. the it, logistics are crazy yeah logistics but yeah. the fun part everybody gets well and it's like he said too it's having a team yeah. of people that are dedicated to the vision of the thing that you're doing with you that get it yeah and you go from handling one or two bands to handling a bunch of bands that so who who's it? we've go ahead man sorry you're good uh we've got a, a few really good friends that have been with us from the beginning that um have kind of helped out with the festival and if we didn't have them we wouldn't be able to do it i mean there's literally no way wow that's that's wow. cool kudos to friends in the background yeah man doing jobs that nobody wants to do yeah <laughs> or, or nobody or, has time to yeah. so who's in charge of or like um responsible for picking lineups and stuff like that um we kind of discuss it as a band and then the other people that are involved with helping out with the logistics of the festival kind of play into and you know we try to keep it different every year and keep it eclectic and 
um, it's kind of like DJing your own party. It's really fun. You get Whoa. to. I, what I like to do is lay out the schedule first and say, okay, who would be a great late night act? Who would be a great daytime mm. act? And you know, kind of make it all flow like you're. Yeah, you know, like an awesome DJing, playlist in a way. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Wow, what a concept! That's great. And we we don't have, you know we're not a big festival by any means, so we we never have bands overlapping. You know, we do have multiple stages, but there's only one going at a time. So it's one band to another to another. Yeah, so um, you can catch everybody. Exactly. That's cool, man. Sometimes yeah, that gets tough at festivals. Yes. They get, oh man, another another this this stage, that stage. You end up missing things you really want to see. Yeah, sometimes right. growth doesn't need to happen as quickly as we think. Because like keeping something small and chill, it allows you to enjoy mm-hmm. it more. If and we're also getting to a point too where we want to give. It's the big love almost become like a family reunion for us too. So there's a big mm-hmm. community. Um, aspect to it too that we like to give people the opportunity to hang out at camp and spend some time with each other where it's not just music, 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 music yeah. non-stop, you know, we, we've actually started putting little yeah. breaks in between the music and thinking of cool like communal activities that can happen and um, and stuff like that because it, it, you're right, at the end of the day it's an experience and, That's you know, we're all there cool. to, to be a community and, yeah, and it- that, see, that's, that's, that's very mindful and mm-hmm. thoughtful of people's time because no doubt you want to get as many awesome people because, you know, you're taking this time off of your life and all that. But like giving them the opportunity to like chill with each other and talk about the experience that they just had, like fresh moments, you know, and, into and bonding it. Too. Yeah, that's time what I to mean. Just hang out and be together. Those, a lot of times those are some of the most fun mm-hmm. memories about being at a festival. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know they are for us. Wow. Some of the times that we've spent at camp, like with your shoes off, sitting in a bean bag or whatever, yeah. like that's, that's right. right on Nick. That's a, yeah. that's awesome. That is a beautiful thought and sentiment to have time for that well, and it shows where their hearts are at and where yeah. they're coming from too and that that it comes across in the music big time it really does like the the lyrics that you guys write there's a you know you said we're not flowery but there's a there's definitely a sweetness to the lyrics that you guys write and and uh i think that that community thing really does come through and it, it's it's definitely apparent in, in what you guys are, the overall message that you're putting out there, at least from what I'm receiving from it. Yeah. We, I mean, I love that, that two hours that I get to be up there and and play music with the rest of the guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I live for. All the rest of the bullshit that comes with it just completely goes away. And that, that two hours on stage is, is what I live for. And you know, that's, you know, what we're hoping to kind of reciprocate to everybody out in the audience. And, and it's just this big reciprocal energy where we all can just have a moment together. Mm-hmm. And that's what I live for. Right. And, you know, with No Simple Road, there's grown a family around it of people that have supported us and, and cared about us. And when bad shit has happened, they've been there. And, and it's really amazing and uh, it, it kind of blows me away I, you know that this 
only three years in, that's happened. And I, I wonder from your perspective, because it's even even larger and, and a longer period of time, what does that feel like for you, man, to know that there's a, a group of people that love what you do and like will stop work, you know, to go hang out at a festival to see you and know your set lists and all that that goes into being a fan of a band. What does that feel like for you? Um, it's a blessing. Uh, it's hard to, it's hard to, you know, comprehend at times, um, because, you know, my mind goes in so many different places and is always, you know, focused on lots of different things. So like trying to put myself in other people's shoes and, you know, it, it's just kind of, like you said, mind blowing, but, um, it's, it's, we're so lucky and so blessed to be where we are. Uh, and we still have such a long way to go. You know, we, we don't plan on stopping anytime soon. So, mm-hmm. um, right on. you know, it's, it's just, it's awesome. So Nick, um, what's your, what's your, um, schedule look like for the year? At least for the first six months. Like, what do you guys got go- going on? We're going to warm up in Mexico pretty soon, I see. <laughs> we are, yeah. We get a nice little week in Mexico coming up here. Panic in the playa. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. And then uh, literally the day we get home, we leave for a five-week tour with, with Andy Frasco in the U.N. <laughs> he is he is such a, he's that's become our, a friend of ours. And he, he is, oh, yeah. he's a madman. Have that, fun, man. he's a a good friend of mine it's gonna be insane um we're it's called the royal rumble so it's kind of like a wrestling theme (laughs) i saw the poster for it i love that the royal rumble yes (laughs) we we've been talking pretty much every day and he's just got all these crazy ideas we're gonna be doing all kinds of crazy stuff but basically we're we're alternating who plays first and who plays second each night um We've got a really good friend of his coming. Uh, he's a comedian. His name's Kyle Ayers. He's going to be doing some stand-up comedy at the beginning of each show, and then like announcing each band as if they're wrestlers, like oh coming into the God. ring. Oh. That's awesome! And at the at the end of each show, we're going to get everybody from both bands on stage together and do like a big group encore where it's kind of like a Royal Rumble wrestling battle. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> That's amazing, man. You got to get. I a, love this concept. You got to get a fucking belt made. At the end, oh, so we, you, we've got. Yep. Okay. Oh yeah. We're, right, I'm with we're you. way ahead of you. <laughs> oh shit! Dang, this is exciting. So it's Apple, very exciting. Are they coming out here? No. No. Oh man. No, I wish. Yeah, we were, we we're talking about when we're getting out to the West Coast. Hopefully, uh, maybe summer or fall. We're looking at. All right. Okay. Well, then I see you guys. I'm just curious. We talked to a, a lot of bands and stuff. Like you guys are playing Bonnaroo. Uh, the first day. Do you guys get a chance? I hear from a lot of bands. I always ask them, like, what was your favorite thing of the festival? For a lot of bands, they're they're like, dude, we don't get to see anything. We're in and out. We're on tour. Because that just mm-hmm. is amazing. I mean, they got some amazing lineups there. Like, we were, we were tripping out on Tool, Miley Cyrus, and Bass Nectar. <laughs> like, the sad landing on the same day. And then, like, Oysterhead and Lizzo the next day. And just... That that's a trippy yeah. festival. Do you guys try to cut out time to stay a little bit and catch acts, or are you guys going to be in and out? It really just depends on the festival. Um, sometimes we are on tour and just passing through, and, and it sucks because we want to stay and hang out and take it all in, but we 
have to get to the next show. But I think for Bonnaroo, we're actually, that's the only show we've got that whole weekend. And we're playing the Thursday. So we're, I think we're going to play our set and then stick around and hang out and take it all in. So mm. it really just depends on the, on the scheduling and how yeah. it's set up. That's going to be... Uh, Bonnaroo was actually my first festival that I ever went to in 2006. I was had no idea what I was getting myself into. I was horribly unprepared. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's just crazy that we're... This is the first time we're ever playing it, so I'm really excited. When you say crazy horribly unprepared, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think I just showed up. Like, I didn't, I didn't pack. I didn't bring anything. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I showed up with a tent, and that was it, and... You know how hot it gets there. And uh-huh. It was just insanity. Dude, it, the the lineup, like Apple was saying, the thing that gets me, not not so much the music, the different music, but you're going to have all of those different fan bases mashed together on in one. Yeah, and hopefully getting turned on to yeah. different music. That, mm-hmm. that's, that's great and genius, whoever thought of that. And... Yeah, I'm really excited to see like the backstage and uh, all the different co-mingling of artists, and, mm-hmm. and you know, I've heard you get to meet a lot of cool different people. So yeah, we're really excited. Right on, man. So, are you guys working on new music right now? What's going on as far as that's concerned? We have an entire album oh, ready to go that we recorded this past summer, uh, and we're going to be releasing new music periodically over the next several months. So you're going to drop a song here, a song there. And then at the end of it, put out a big album. Oh, that's super fucking cool. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a interesting way to do it. How did, how did that come about? Who decided to do it like that? Was that like a group decision or somebody's idea? We just, um, wanted to try something different. You know, we, we've put out five albums now. This will be our sixth that we're putting out and this album I've, I'm really proud of it I love it um, I think it's probably my favorite album that we've ever recorded and it it was really cool because we didn't have any songs written when we went into the studio and we went into the studio as a group and just sat down together and 11 songs just kind of magically <sighs> appeared on on tape and uh, I love them um mm. That's so and cool. So traditionally we've always, this album has a theme, like a lot of our albums. So all the songs are kind of centered around the theme, mm-hmm. um, which will be the name of the album that I can't reveal yet. No, no, I wasn't um, going to ask. You didn't offer it. Up. I wasn't going to push, man. <laughs> I just hope it and, tops uh, live from your anus. <laughs> yes. I, it, I think it will top live from your anus. Wow. <laughs> We, I think we pulled that one down a while ago, actually. <laughs> That's exciting, um, and, and and you guys are blessed to be able to pull that off. I man, it was really. We I was very worried about it. I didn't I didn't really know what to expect, and we went in there and we we're like, wow, we can go into a studio and write a full album Dang. in two weeks. It was it was really cool. Two weeks, um, and there's just great playing from everybody in the band everybody crushed it it was it was really cool um and so we've traditionally released full albums at a time but uh, this time we're going to try and use it to kind of create some momentum and and do it maybe 
one song a month or so up until a certain point and then release the album as a whole. Uh, oh, so, so it's really just kind of a a way to keep momentum going. Yeah, yeah keep yeah. us keep, excited. Keep excited. Smart, man. Yeah. 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 I know as a Extended fan. foreplay. Totally. So we'll get the full album towards the end of the year. That's the idea. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Maybe even sooner. I'm not sure yet. We're still we're still talking through it. So what's it called? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nick, thanks for taking time. Oh, no, I don't want to brush you, but I just want to be cognizant of your time. Oh, no, it's cool. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, the first single is coming out very, very soon. Like, hopefully, I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but couple, I hope it's coming out very weeks, soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to ask, too, we usually... Um, play a song at the end of the interview is, is there sure. any, any one song that you would want us to play and is that okay is that cool yeah man you guys should just pick whichever one you think is, right. is good but if this is coming out in two weeks then the new song will probably be ready oh, okay. okay right Maybe on the, and, uh, and you know man you, be careful with andy <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't get uh, broken. I, I, yeah. I was just say it sounds like he knows. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with him, man. No, nah, Andy and I are, are real tight. Uh, we he invited me to be in his fantasy basketball league. <laughs> <Very short. laughs> I'm in this, it's all musicians, so like Taz. Uh, oh the, my god! You know, the young guitar players in it, and the, <laughs> the guys from the Motet and Turquoise and Talk are all in it. It's, it's hilarious. We're on the, that's awesome. This group, we're on this group text message thread that literally just goes nonstop all day long. Like I had to put it on silent and I'll like put my phone down for an hour and I'll look at, there'll be like 200 missed text messages. It's just everybody insane. talking but shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's doing exactly. something super special cause he's so silly and so fun and he's with his podcast and he's getting all, so like he's creating a, a community with the musicians, which he has created this community with his podcast. It's yes. amazing. Uh, he, yes. he's, he's almost like become the ambassador of our little world. Yes, that's what it's I was awesome. saying. Like he's putting, he's, uh, t- yeah. Yeah, he, he, when he came on the show, we all hit it off and, you know, musicians are like, oh yeah, when we play, we'll invite you out or whatever. And he's so fucking gracious and cool, man. Like, he came and did everything that he said, like insisted we out, go to dinner with went them and, hung out and, and just a sweetheart of a guy. And, you know, him and I text once in a while and, and gotten to know each other and just a genuine, like good dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, I know he's got this like, you know, MO that he's just nonstop partying, but he's actually very smart and really on top of the shit. He's he, he, really yeah. Good. He couldn't be where he's at mm-hmm. without knowing a thing or two. I've been super impressed just getting to know him and, and seeing how he operates. He, he's the man. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Andy. Oh, we are too. We're, I'm, we're I'm excited. A, I'm, yeah, I'm stoked to see. We're what, about to have a damn good time out there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I can't, can't wait to see what yeah. comes out of the rumble, man. That That's oh, yeah. whoo. All right, man. So we'll let you know when this comes out. And when you guys, if when you guys play the West Coast, if you play Portland, if you guys need a place to get away from the road for a minute, you got a home. Yeah, we'd love to host home, cook, you. Home cooked meal, do laundry, whatever. Awesome, dude. Yes, that sounds amazing. We would love that. All right, brother. Stay in touch um, with us. We and, played, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I think we played Portland with Aqueous uh, oh. last year, and, and we're definitely hoping to get back out there. 
um, and, and keep coming back more often. So Fuck yeah, um, hey. we'll definitely keep you guys posted. I've got Aaron, I've got your email, so I'll let you guys know. Cool, man. right on, Nick. Yeah, we got we keep on one of our dream bucket list things to do soon is get out to North Carolina. We got a couple friends out there, and we got to come. Anytime you guys come can make it, it, let me know. We'll, I'll be happy to happy to look out for you. All right, awesome. Thanks, brother. Go enjoy your day, oh, yeah. and thanks for taking the time. I'll let you know when this is coming out, man. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much, guys. All right, right on. Have a good day. Much love. Bye.
Sesame Street. Goes the trolley. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Wow. Big something, everybody. Does the big what? Like, like, that's why I love with them, too. They got a good sense of humor. They got a lot of cool covers. They have fun. Mm-hmm. Like that, that Godzilla that we were watching this morning. That wasn't, there was no humor in right. that. That was fucking jamming. Oh, it's jamming. But then when they get to the Godzilla, it, oh, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. gets really, really cool. These guys are just, I mean, if like I a lot a of band, these bands are having so much fun on stage. My band's name would be Just Good Music. What are you going to see? Just Good Music. Oh, makes sense. Mm-hmm. If I had a band, it'd be called your mom. <laughs> Susie? No. <laughs> She's cream cheese. Oh. Well, you know, everybody, it, it just goes to show that when you have chemistry with other people and you do something creative, awesome shit happens. Good things come out. Yeah. Going into the studio and sitting down with nothing and then an entire 11 song album popping out of two weeks is pretty fucking impressive, man. Like, yeah. The thought it of is. that just is i it's not look depending on your talent if you have that kind of dedicated time and you do it with other people that are speak with you in a psychic connection kind of a way Mm -hmm. musical way whatever you can make anything happen like what anything Anything. you want whoa anything anything like a dope funky fresh album oh to be named later. Yeah. All right. Cool. All Just right. Think everybody. about it. we've had a hundred and thirty something episodes. Forty. What right? Yeah. That's thousands of hours because all of them weren't just one hour. No, they were not. You know? Maybe hundreds. Hundreds of hours. Thousands yeah. of hours. What was that one li- one yeah, listener was- said that I don't know what it was. I, I think it was Spotify that told them. That they have listened to over 700 hours of No Simple Road. Well, yeah. that's awesome. Thank you yeah. again. And it's a lot but of yeah, man, I I don't think that it's that big of a stretch when you get super talented, w- supremely talented, like unique individuals that are super friendly and close with each other, and boom. But just think about even journaling. Yeah. Right. Like sitting down to write you at least for me it's not infinite i get to a point where i have to stop like it doesn't just pour out and pour out and pour out and pour out if you had focus attention you could do it if you had to do it you could do it if you didn't have a schedule of other things i mean yeah i guess that's normally that's it's like okay i got two hours to do this right that's true you're like no we're going in from like you know eight to freaking nine every day we're going to be in the studio and we're at home so we can go grub and go home for lunch and come back and like so they can they're creating their own schedule so yeah yeah, and so like they're marinating and in between those times i'm sure they're like writing little stuff little licks that they've like on tour or maybe they've even talked about a song or 
you know, you never know. Like there's so much to the backstory. We're only hearing the, right, right. you know, the con- end condensed version of it that I'm freaking, I, I don't know. I just love music more and more. Just the, the process of what it takes to make sounds come from nowhere and make people love it. I was, it's weird that you just said that when I was running today, I was listening to them and I was thinking music is the strangest thing because it's ideas in someone's head being made sounds or it sounds, it's not an idea yet. It's a sound. The sound comes first, then it comes into an idea. And, and, and then, you know you, what I mean? And then, like, if the three of us were playing music together, it's those ideas and, and thoughts that are being made sound, and then they all go together and create something completely different on its own. It's, it's a separate thing. Then it's not individual Aaron making music. It's not. Yeah, individual. And when you don't know what's going to happen until the other people influence that yeah. too. Yeah. That's all of a sudden true. something you were stuck on or that was repetitive all of a sudden has a new life from something that one of you did or said. And like I we do all the time. It's like, you know what I'm talking about? We do that. And then the other person does. And it's like, yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the jam I was trying to get to. And, and think about this. There's not, I couldn't, I was trying to think of something else that's like that in life what else in our world is like that there like where it'll come together where people can come together and thought creates something auditory like that that it's it's its own thing it's it's actually independent of the people a little bit once it's born Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Once that once that music if is it's born, recorded, yeah, it it's it's in, it's a it's a living entity. That I I'll just go back. I mean, to food. The, okay, yeah, I guess that is kind of like that. Yeah. That's a concert of tastes. Yeah, and yeah. Wow, that's fucking it's, rad. I mean, I get it. You love music, but musicians aren't the only people that are crushing it at life doing I'm, I'm not saying fantastic. that I'm just, no I'm, yeah. I'm just saying like if you can go because we're on food go somewhere to some crazy amazing restaurant and it totally titillates your taste buds and it's like oh shit like last night when i came home and friggin i got that dinner cooked from apple mm-hmm. well it wasn't just my dinner it was all of our dinner but I felt like it was just mine because he made only the <laughs> the cheese shells for me. But like, my, it, it wakes you up. It like makes you feel a certain way that with without that you didn't feel. Right. That's the that's the beautiful part of senses. being alive. Our senses it is experiencing new experiences and even re-experiencing old ones with fresh perspective each time because yeah. even if you're having the same experience like you're doing the same i'm doing air quotes thing <laughs> over and over again doing the same task you're not the, the same. same person that did that thing you're not in the same place it's not the same time your experience is different your thoughts are different your mind is well different. until they're not you know that's why some people don't like going to the same job every day or you know, the, somebody would be like, oh, my God, if I had to go to an office, I'd die. That's why they become an entrepreneur or something like 
sometimes your thoughts become stale. So your environment can become stale. So one follows the other? I don't know. I don't don't think there's one way. Mm. Well, there is no certain way. I I think the point of of all this conversation is that I'm really excited to hear Big Something's new album. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're mysteriously named uh, album dropping once a month. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Extended Foreplay, according to Melanie. Well, (laughs) I mean, that's my guess. All right, guys. Everybody out there, be nice to each other. Smile at a stranger. Safety third. Hydrate. What? What else? Buy presents for somebody. Everybody likes presents. You don't buy anything. How about make somebody something really sweet? Or treat yourself. (laughs) Aaron wants you to spend money. You don't got to spend money. You can just friggin' sit home and listen to us and know that we love you and that we're thinking about (laughs) you and we appreciate everything that you do and spending any hours, let alone 700 and something hours listening to our voices. Oh, also... If you're interested in being part of the street team, hit me up at info at nosimpleroad.com and I will give you the info on how to do that and follow us on Instagram and uh, Facebook at No Simple Road. Go to patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road and uh, support us, man. We need we need your financial assistance to keep the show on the road. And above all, be nice to each other and we'll talk to you guys soon. We love you and we'll see you next week. Peace. tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com/dmb. Thanks Relics. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.